American Capitalism, A History, with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist. Complex transactions across space and across time, like the system of exchanges that begins to emerge across different uh, sections of the Mediterranean or between the Mediterranean and Northwestern Europe, these demand some kind of careful and reliable way of accounting for costs, of accounting for profits, of knowing who sold what to who, how much it cost, and how much was owed to someone else and when it was owed. All of that is very complicated. And the system of accounting that was used by most Europeans, including many European merchants, before about 1200 or 1300 AD, simply was not up to the task. Even beyond that basic level that I talked about where one neighbor trades a cow for a cloth and understands that there's going to be another exchange to, to balance the mental books, the memory books, uh, a little further down the road, even if you go beyond that, what most European merchants were doing before about 1200 or 1300 simply wasn't capable of accounting for all of these complex transactions. What most of them did, in fact, uh, was to reckon accounts on an abacus, so a wooden frame uh, with counters that move back and forth, uh, and then to write down in Roman numerals the totals uh, that they came up with, the total of the debt, the total of the sale, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This simply didn't do the job. There were two problems with it. First of all, there was not a written record of the transaction that could be clearly followed and which would clearly say what if anything needed to be done to complete the transaction. If money needs to be paid at a later date, that needs to be recorded somehow. Secondly, without a zero, it was simply very, very difficult to actually do the kind of math that was required by these more complex transactions, whether we're talking about multiplication or division or percentages which get introduced once you have a real or implied interest rate. So another set of ideas that also come from the contact between Western Europe and the Middle East becomes very, very important over the years after 1200. The first is the introduction of the zero, which we believe was created uh, as a concept in India. And it starts to make its way into Western thinking about mathematics around 1200 or 1300. And at first, the Catholic Church actually tries to suppress the idea of the zero, which it associates with magic uh, and with the practices of infidels. But magic or not, the zero finds its place uh, in Western mathematics and becomes very important to the way, in particular, that merchants reckon sums. The second thing that happens is the creation of a system that we now know as double-entry bookkeeping. And this records for every transaction a debit and a credit and a set of account books, which change in their, their formation over time, but their modern, um, uh, their modern, modern formulation was probably codified uh, most clearly uh, and most importantly by uh, an Italian monk named uh, Luca Pacioli, who happened to be Leonardo da Vinci's math teacher uh, in the late 1400s. And this system of Italian or double entry bookkeeping was then spread throughout Europe uh, by another invention, the printing press, 
which is uh, created in 1453. So by the early 1500s, not only has a system of double entry bookkeeping uh, armed with the concept of the zero revolutionized the way that uh, Western Europeans are thinking uh, about accounting for profit and loss, it's begun to actually shape the way in which uh, Western Europeans build their businesses and imagine the future of their businesses. So let's talk about that for a second. If we dig down a little further in, into what uh, Pacioli and, and other popularizers of double entry bookkeeping advise people to do, we can see some core concepts that are still important in Western business practices starting to emerge. The first is the concept that every business association uh, is, whether it's uh, you know, a business association that's uh, simply a one-person business, uh, whether it's a multi-person uh, partnership, but every such association is characterized and measured by its set of books, by the set of books that record its credits and its debits. And its debits. Uh, every year, if not more often, Pacioli advised, those partners should get together, uh, whether uh, in person uh, or through um, their intermediaries, and they should go over the books together. They should reckon the books, and they should see if the books balance, to see if every credit matches up with a debit. Now, this introduces, if you will, the profession of bookkeeping. and makes it important to have people who are trained and who specialize uh, in that kind of process. And it also introduces the idea that we can keep a running scorecard of how businesses are doing. We're not going to measure ourselves just by uh, whether or not we've been able to take some money out of, out of the, uh, the till or, or take some money um, after each trade and buy some nice things and uh, give enough food to our family for, for them to live well and so on and so forth. We're going to actually have a numerical measure of how we're doing. And that measure is calculated uh, in, in various ways, but ultimately it's the percentage uh, by which the equity, uh, the amount of capital uh, for the firm as a whole, uh, or uh, the um, amount, if we look just at a particular trade, the amount of increase in equity, if we look just at a or amount of capital increase that we see if we look at just a particular trade, the amount by which that has increased, and we call that profit. Of course, we know that it's possible to cook the books. We know that as trades get more and more complex, it's possible for calculations to be erroneous, uh, for concepts to simply be wrong, or for people to, to cheat uh, and to steal money, especially if they're in league with a bookkeeper. All of these things are possible. But uh, on the positive side, bookkeeping uh, based on the Italian system, the double entry system, makes something much more important possible. And that is the ability to understand what is going on, uh, a way to measure all of the complex trades which were now possible with long distance trade, with uh, bills of exchange, with increasing efficiency, with broadening markets. Double entry bookkeeping made it possible for capitalists as they emerged to look at their books, to look at their accounts and see how they were doing to see what the score is. And that in turn creates a measurable set of incentives for them to pursue, to pursue as it turned out without pausing. For more information, go to edX.org and look for American Capitalism, A History with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist. 
or go to facebook.com slash American Capitalism MOOC. This podcast has been brought to you by Cornell X from Cornell University. Thank you.